back in the Soviet Union. There's a knock at the door of a little one-bedroom apartment in Moscow. The door opens and the KGB is standing there. And they ask the little Yiddel standing in the door, Excuse me, comrade, but does Rabinovich live here? The little Yiddel says, No, Rabinovich doesn't live here. Okay, thank you very much. The KGB leaves. But a half an hour later, knock at the door again. Door opens. Little Yiddel says, yes, could I help you? The KGB says, yeah, we're looking for Rabinovich. Does Rabinovich live here? The Little Yiddel says, no, Rabinovich doesn't live here. Another half an hour later, another knock at the door. Door opens. Same KGB officer standing there. This time he's got a photograph. And he's holding it up and he says, excuse me, comrade, this here is a picture of Rabinovich. He looks exactly like you. Now you're going to tell me Rabinovich doesn't live here. The little Yiddel looks at the KGB officer and he says, no, this you call living. What is the meaning of life? And when I say what is the meaning of life, I don't mean what is the purpose of life. I mean, how do we define life? What does life mean? This week's Parsha, Parsha Tzav, is continuing the discussion of Karbonis that began last week in Parsha Vayikra. And in this Parsha, we learn about the Korban Teida, the Thanksgiving offering. Im al yakriveno. If for a Thanksgiving, if for a matter of gratitude, one brings a sacrifice, this should be the, the sacrifice. And uh, the Gemara in Brochus, Daf Nun Daladome Base, elaborates that Arbo Tzrichin Lohaydais, that there are four who are obligated to bring this Korban, this Korban Teida. This is Yerde Hayam, one who went into the sea, one who crossed the sea, Helche Midbarais, one who traversed the Midbar, the desert. One who was sick with a life-threatening illness and recovered. And finally, one who was held captive, who was in jail. And interestingly, we find in Shulchan Aruch, in the Tur Shulchan Aruch, that this is discussed in terms of the parallel uh, custom of benching Gaimel. Of course, we don't have the Korban Teida until the Beis Hamikdash will, will be rebuilt speedily. But we have the the blessing of Gaimel, a Gaimel lechayovim Teves. And in the halachas where this is discussed, the Tur tells us how do we know, how do we remember that these are the four categories of people who are obligated to bench Gaimel, and in the times of the Beis HaMikdash would have brought a Korban Teida. The Torah tells us, Simoncha, your mnemonic, your memory device, the way to remember it is, V'chol ha'chayim yeducha sela. V'chol ha'chayim yeducha sela, we know is, uh, we recognize that from davening, from the Meidim Bracha. All the living will give thanks to you forever. Speaking about to you, to Hashem. And the Tur explains there, the Balaturim, that Chaim is a Rosh Ches is Chele, a sick person. 
Yod is Yesurim, which means affliction, in this case, jail. The next Yod is Yam, which means the sea, someone who crossed the sea. Mem is Midbar, a, uh, a desert. So, V'chol ha'chayim yeidu ha'sela. All of the Chayim, Rosh Tevis, of Chayla uh, Yisurim Yam Midbar, these four people with these four situations, Yeidu Chasela, they will thank you always. That's how we remember it, according to the Torah. Here's a question, though. It's an interesting mnemonic, it's an interesting simon, uh, memory device. But think about it. Chayim <laughs> means life, you know, like Lechayim. So the word Chayim is a Rosh for four things that nobody wants to ever go through in their life. In fact, there are four things that are so life-threatening that if you come out of it intact, you have to bring a Korban Taida, or in our days, you have to bench Gaimel. So the word Chayim should be a Rosh for four things that are the opposite of Chayim, that are a threat to Chayim, that are... That are that, that put life at risk. The word Chayim means life, and these four things are a, an obstacle or an impediment or a threat to life. So that's our first question. Another question is a little bit more uh, technical, but when the tour brings that simon, that memory device, and he says, and all the living will praise you forever, why did he have to quote all those words? He could have said, Hachayim Yeducha. Hachayim Yeducha would mean the living give thanks. And he could have said the same thing, that Hachayim is Ches Yod Yod Mem, which is Chayla Yesurim Yam Midbar. He doesn't have to say V'chol Hachayim, all the living. And he doesn't have to say Sela, forever. He could have just said V'chol Hachayim Yeducha. I mean, he could have just said Hachayim Yeducha, not V'chol Chaim Yeducha Sela could have made it two words instead of four words. Okay, that's a, like I said, it's a little bit of a technical question, but we're asking that as well. So uh, they say a story. I actually, heard this from my father's old Zion. Um, maybe well, uh, I've mentioned at other times that my father's a psychologist, so he told me a lot of psychology jokes growing up. Anyways, the joke is like this. There was once a guy who was uh, not well, mentally, he was not well. So they put him, they committed him, involuntary uh, commitment to an insane asylum. Uh, so finally they treated him and uh, they were going to dismiss him. So they called him in and the head doctor, the head psychiatrist says to him, uh, you're, you're cured and we're going to release you now to, uh, you know, you're, you're free. So the guy says to the doctor, he says, hold on a second. Everybody knows where I was. They know that I was in an insane asylum. You're going to let me out, but people are going to think I'm still crazy. So the psychiatrist says, no, 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 it's okay, because we're going to give you a certificate that says that you've been treated for your mental illness and that you're better now. So you'll, you'll have a certificate. So the guy says, oh, that's good, certificate. So then after they let him out, <laughs> he used to go around to people, whoever he would meet, and he would say to them, are you crazy? And they would be like, no, well, I'm not crazy, why? He'd say, yeah, but do you have a certificate? 
Okay. I didn't promise you it was a hilarious story. But uh, the point is, do you have a certificate? <laughs> Regular people aren't going around with that certificate. In order, in order to have a certificate that says that you're not crazy, you have to have once been crazy. Um, but there's actually, you know, they say every joke has a little truth. Sometimes they say every truth has a little joke. There's something deep in this joke. In halacha, a shtar, a document, a legal document, is presumed to be bechezkas kashras. It's presumed to be a kosher document, meaning valid or a legitimate document. But you could always challenge it. You can uh, bring a document to a bezdin, to a rabbinical court, and you can challenge the document and uh, ask that proof be brought to affirm that the document is valid. That's with any, with any document in, uh, that, that, that anyone might use for any purpose. However, there's one kind of document that cannot be challenged. If you bring it to the rabbinical court, they will dismiss out of hand the, the, uh, the objection. They'll tell you, no, you can't object to this. Uh, you, can't, uh, you cannot cast dispersions on this document. And what is it? A document that was already contested in the rabbinical court. If there's an error, a contesting against a document, in court, and it made it through the process of being contested, that's it. Now it's considered to be ironclad forever and ever, and you can never contest it again. So it's interesting. It's sort of like, do you have a certificate? If a document was never contested, it's assumed to be good, but you could contest it. But if a, if a document was contested, and it, was, it got through that process, now it can never be contested ever again. So that, that becomes the strongest document. And the same thing is with life. What's life? A life that was never threatened? A life that was never challenged? A life where there were never obstacles or impediments to life? Okay, that's one level of life. But then there's a life that was challenged where there were obstacles and impediments. And that's really life. You know, the French have an expression, c'est la vie. You could say, which means this is life. But you could say c'est la vie two very different ways. No, oh, c'est la vie, you know, what, what do you want? That's life, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles. You know, th things are tough. Or you can say, ah, c'est la vie, that's life. Or like we say by Eden, ah, machaya, you know, that's life. That's life means where there was challenge, where there was adversity, and we came through the other side. And that's the cholachayim yidu chasela. That chayim, the word life, is an acronym, Rosh Tevis, ches yud yud mem, chayle yisurim, Yam Midbar. And it's Dafka Rosha Tevis. See, in, in Lashon Kurdish, an acronym is called Rosha Tevis. Rosha means the heads of the words. It's interesting. We use the term head, a head of a word. It's sort of like Rosh Hashanah. We don't say Tchilas Hashanah, the beginning of the year. We say Rosh Hashanah, the, the head of the year. 
what does it mean, a head? A head means the source. Head means the, the origin, where everything else comes from. So Rosh HaTevis means that if you look at the words, the way they're spelled out fully, you look at a word that, that, that's spelled out uh, fully, or, or you break down the Rosh HaTevis, you break down the acronym, and you have Chayla. Chayla is a, a sick. And Yesurim, that's affliction. And Yam, that's the, the dangerous sea. And Midbar, that's the, the uh, dangerous wilderness. But that's the way the word, is, the word is spelled out. You have to look at the Roshe Tevis, the head of each word. The head means the way the thing exists. Lamaile, above, in its shoirish, in its spiritual source. So even though the thing comes down here in this world as peril and adversity, but if you look at the head, if you look at the spiritual source, you realize that these are all beautiful things. And how, do we, how does it become revealed to us? When we go through it and we come out the other side. So <clears throat> this is the whole idea of Bechol HaChaim Yedu what is Chayim? What is life? Contested, challenged, troubled life after we come through to the resolution. The, the Baal Shem Tov used to teach the words of the Posek, Yankif, It is a time of strife, a time of Difficulty for the Jewish people, but from it he will be saved. The Baal Shem Tov used to read it, Umimena Yuvasheya, that from it, from the Tzara itself, the Ace Tzara itself will bring to a Yeshua. So instead of wanting to have an uncontested document, no, what's Chaim? Chaim is the four people who have been through it and come out the other side. That's life. That's Chaim. And now we could also answer our technical question. Why does the, the, the Balaturim say, all four words? He could have just said, means all, because all types of goodness come to us when we make it through the other side of adversity. And why does it say Sela? Sela means always, eternal, forever. That once we make it through the, the darkness, then it's smooth sailing ahead. Everything is good. My dear friends, it's difficult not to think right now as I'm sitting here at home. This is a weekly Pasha share that normally we give in, 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 in the library here at the uh, Chabad of the Five Towns. Now I'm here in my house. We're all in quarantine. We're all uh, practicing uh, social distancing. We're all isolated. And, and, and the, the news is unfortunately very troubling. Um, the, the, the people for whom we're saying Tehillim, and then unfortunately we, there, are, there, there are those who, who've, who've, who over the past few days we, we've lost and it's a very troubling time for Claudius. It's a troubling time for the world. But we have to know something. 
we have to know something that it's an ace sort of heel yankiv it is a time of adversity for the jewish people for the whole world for that matter umimena from this adversity yivashaya will come salvation we're never going back to normal i'm sorry after this is all over we're not going to go back to the way it used to be we're going to go back to the way it used to be after this then the whole thing is wasted that's not the, the point of V'chol HaChaim Yedu We're going through now our, our Yisurim. When we make it out the other side, it's got to be a whole different new life. No more status quo. I'll tell you, the Baal Shem Tov said, Fun Hashem. So you see in the world today, couple of things are going on not just the coronavirus but also there's a presidential primary and it's interesting among the democrats what are they talking about a return to normalcy and they like a certain candidate because he used to be the vice president and they consider him to be establishment they consider him to be the safe bet return to normalcy because they tighten it, that the, the current president is not normal. Even those who like Trump, uh, you know, will say that he's not conventional, right? And especially those who don't like will say, you know, he's not a normal guy. We got to get a return to normalcy. But within the Democratic Party, there's a big division because those who support Bernie, what do they say? Normalcy. We don't want normalcy. What's normalcy? Normalcy is corruption. <laughs> normalcy is not a system that we want. No, we want something completely radically new. Okay, everything that exists in the world exists to also teach us a lesson in how to serve Hashem. We, as Klal Yisrael, have to say, we don't want to go back to normal. What's normal? Everyone's saying, we want to go back to our mikvahs and our shuls. I want to tell you something. That we don't want to go back to that. I'll tell you why. Mikvah is for tahara, but what kind of tahara? We don't even have pari adumas. We're never truly tahir. And tefillah, tefillah was instead of the karbonis in the base of mikdash. We don't want tefillah instead of Kobanis in the base of Mikdash. We want the base of Mikdash. We don't want to go back to normal. We want to go on to something completely different. And should Taka be this way? That because of the troubles that we're going through now, we should Taka see the Chol HaChaim Yeduch HaSaleh that all of Klal Yisrael should have cause to give thanks, to bring a Korban Taida, and to thank the Abishta for the trouble we've been through and for the salvation and for the, the absolute new reality that we're heading into. I want to bench everybody with revealed good. And this whole situation should be resolved already before we can even, uh, before we know what hit, hits us. Before the, you finish watching this year, you should get a call, you should get a text, you should find out that the biggest news of all is here and that the, 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 the biggest salvation there could ever be has come about. And it's all because we made it through, we made it to the other side.